then he said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. Because I can't catch a break, guys? Yeah. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't, I can't be around those guys. People think, oh well, cleaning your room, that's just a cliche. It's like, yeah, really, eh? Just go ahead and try it. If people had any idea how powerful sleep is for healing from anything, and the fact that it's free. My mind is absolutely bulletproof, solid as a rock. Podcast. And boom, so Kevin, what is the crack? How are you keeping? Grace, doing grace, enjoying life. Weather's fantastic. It sure is. Yeah. If anybody's watching yeah. this back, maybe at a later point, uh, we are mid heat wave at the minute, so it is definitely making life that little bit easier, getting and getting that vitamin D in. Um, yeah. So, Kevin, you're here on today's podcast because you are obviously a fine fit member. You've been smashing it uh, just for a couple of years now. I think it was September 2019 when you first signed right, up. Yes, coming up two years soon enough, yeah. Wow, happy days. Yeah. Um, so let's kind of bring it, bring it right back. But before we get into kind of the, the, the fine fit journey in terms of health and fitness, yeah. just for anybody yes. who maybe doesn't know you, kind of who is Kevin um, and what are you all about? Uh, I don't know. I'm a 52-year-old stay-at-home dad these days. Uh my fitness, my health and fitness journey. I was thinking about this. It's been like a, a hop on, hop off bus over the years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say little enough interest up until my early 40s. Cool. Then did a bit here, did a bit there, but never stuck with anything in particular. Yeah. Um, 2014, I was living in Dramesk at the time. And they, there's a guy called John Fox who started something called the Fit for Life. It was a bit like Operation Transformation type thing in January that year. Deadly. And I kind of, said, my wife said, we want you to go try the running. You might like that. So went to this kind of group run with a 5K. I was able to finish it. So I, my baseline fitness was all right. Like I could, I could run yeah. a 5K without stopping, but it was slow enough. And I was pretty knackered after it. It was about yeah. 28 minutes maybe. Okay. And then there were other things they did, like boot camp classes and stuff like that for about six weeks. And it led up to the Fitzer 5K, which is my first ever 5K run. Class. So I did that in, I remember, it's one of the few times I remember, it was just over 24 minutes, and I was absolutely wrecked after it. I'd say it took about two days to recover from <laughs> um, And then, so I kind of, that kind of got me into running to a certain extent. Yeah. And I stuck with it for about two years. So 20, 2015, I'm, I was doing 21 and a half minute 5Ks. I did a 46 and a bit plus 10K. Good going. And uh, so that was going well that year. And then next year, I started getting injuries. I'd get back spasms yeah. every so often. Or one time, I was just leaning down to pick something off the ground, and I sneezed. And that was <laughs> I was bent over double. I couldn't stand up straight for nearly a week. Wow. So, uh, and, what, do you, and, what do you what do you find that was? You think that was just a, a obviously kind of running kind of as obviously a repetitive motion, yeah, just I mean, kind of too much of the one thing. Fitness, it's not a kind of a balanced fitness, I'd say. Yeah. It doesn't leave you that strong, and I think you're prone to getting injured if you keep that. Because I was going up to four times a week, I'd say, at the time. I yeah. do like my long run would be around nine k, and I would do a kind of a, I was doing park runs at the time. I would do them sort of at a tempo thing where I'd go really fast for a kilometer and then kind of ease back for another one and yes. then alternate it. Yeah. But it, that helped get my speed up though, doing that. But I yeah. think it left you kind of unbalanced a bit, prone to injury. 
Yeah. So, and just to kind of slight segue on that is of just the, did, when you were doing the run, did you have any sort of kind of, um, I know you, you, you like yoga and stuff now, did you have any yeah. sort of kind of mobility or flexibility practices? No, your, your I didn't know anything about that at the time. really didn't. It's quite yeah. a quite great time about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And just um, probably just like most of us do, just running, running cold, just leaving the leaving the front door and just yeah, starting to run, it. no warm yeah, up, and like, no stretching. You know, before that, I would have been totally alert to the idea of running in the winter. I, I mean, I was happy enough to go in the summer. I, I actually love running in warm weather when I'm away in France, whatever. Class. There's nothing I like better. But uh, like, I never never had a gear for running in cold weather. Never even thought it was a thing to do. Yeah. So that <laughs> changed my mindset in those days. Anyway, about. Getting yeah. tights and the the zippy tops and the jack yeah. the, the high vis jacket all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and again, and and into kind of bring us then. So you kind of you you kind of been dabbling in fitness, kind of predominantly kind of running, tried a couple of yeah. boot camps. Then kind of we come up to say twenty nineteen, kind of when you kind of started your your journey with ourselves. Kind of course, where yeah. were you at that point, and, and in terms of maybe kind of physically, mentally, what that was what a, was it the kind of spur on to just like year. That was, yeah, that was a hard year. There were things, various things that happened earlier that year um, and so I kind of I was totally lost focus with with health and fitness at the time I, I think I remember we were in summer holidays in France that summer I think we were there for three weeks I think I went for a run maybe once during the whole three weeks just wasn't yeah. in my just wasn't in the mood for it or something and I had stopped exercising and I put on a fair bit of weight and not I mean I've never gained loads of weight but I was maybe 95 kilos which is about six more than I am now yeah. I'm six foot three, so I can I can kind of carry it a bit and get away with us to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I was definitely close to my heaviest at that stage, and uh, I don't know why. So I wasn't quite your typical fighting fighting fit clients in that I wasn't didn't have loads of weight to lose, and I wasn't totally yeah. on test to begin with. Although yeah. I had lost a lot of my baseline yeah. fitness at that stage. But um, my wife got me a uh, booked me a set of uh, yoga classes. Or, yes. I think so. Yeah, and so I went to that, and I, I kind of I liked the vibe. Yeah. And yeah. then that led to joining up as a member, and then I remember the first class I did, I was in the red zone nearly straight away, you know, the yeah. heart rate, <laughs> and uh, stayed in the red all the way through because I was just, I mean, my fitness was just gone. I'd say at that stage, it, was, it took yeah, no yeah. effort at all to get my heart rate up way sky high, and. Yeah. Uh, so I just really liked the vibe and uh, got into us there and yeah. we're still here. So, so as you said, like, cause your kind of thing wasn't necessarily coming in, kind of looking to lose a lot of weight. You did lose a lot of weight in, say, your first your first uh, cycle with us, or your first maybe two cycles with us. You did lose yeah, over a stone, I think, anyway. Yeah, the first, the first, I lost the first, let's say, three kilos pretty easily. And then it was kind of a gradual thing for the next half. And yeah. by, last, by this time last year, I was down to about 87-ish. 80. Yeah. Obviously, my target was kind of 87 to 88. Yeah. I think I'm about two key, nearly two kilos heavier now than I was then. Yeah. But the way, judging by progress picks and that kind of stuff, I'd say it's more muscle than. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's how you get yeah, yeah, I was I was looking I was looking just stuff um, again in, pre in preparation for this and you know yeah. definitely a, a perfect candidate to kind of 
really emphasize how important it is to take the progress photos because it said, yeah. you know, although your, your weight, again, your weight has changed, like, you know, four, I think it was about four kilograms as of today from when you very first yeah. started. But yeah. the progress photos, there's a massive, massive difference. And this is kind yeah. of this, this shift from maybe doing like just cardio based training to yeah. changing and doing like more, yeah. a little bit of hit, a little bit of resistance, a little bit of running, just mm -hmm. more of a, say, like a CrossFit approach, like, you know, in terror, more good. of a functional fitness approach where you're, you're doing a little bit of everything. Like, you know, you don't yeah. want to be, we don't want to be, um, you know, uh, pigeonhole ourselves in the sense where we're really, yeah. really good at one thing. We want to be able to lift weights. We want to be able to squat. We want to be able to deadlift. We want to be able to run. We want to be able to jump. We want to be able to punch. We want to be able to do do a little bit of everything. And that's kind of what I feel yeah. like keeps the keeps the keeps the journey fun and kind of so like you're not just stuck doing the same thing over and over again. It kind of gets quite boring after a while. It does, yeah, because the variety keeps you interested and keeps you motivated through this. Yeah. Well, one thing I've really learned from Fit is consistency, and that's kind of what I've. Yeah. It's kind of a conscious decision to do the. I was doing four workouts a week. And I kind of stuck to that as much as possible, and yeah. on a good week, three runs a week. Very nice. often be less, but that's going to be ideal anyway. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and, and stuck through it no matter what. Kind of even if, most days I do enjoy it. And I do feel like I feel up for it, and sometimes yeah. you don't. You're a bit tired, or you're a bit. <laughs> One thing I'd say is, I wouldn't recommend doing a boxing class. You're hungover because I did that. I did that <laughs> <laughs> and every every punch just vibrated right through my head. <laughs> not recommend that at any rate. What is your what is your because obviously you do do a little bit, what is your kind of your favorite um, your favorite type of type of workout of fine fit? Um probably the weights now the states uh, kind of the overhead press or squat. Actually I used to hate squatting like yeah. up to you know, up to fairly recent. Yeah. But uh like the, the yoga has helped the squat. It helps your effects a bit. I can get right. I can hold like a five minute squat now, and I wouldn't have been able to do that before. And I wouldn't have been. I hated getting down that that far and just staying there. Yeah. And yeah. now and now it's it's fine. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even I, thought of doing that before. Because what, what happens is I feel like, and again, I'm guilty of this, especially myself, because even because obviously we've got the level method and we'll talk about that yeah. again. Like flexibility is one of the things that's really kind of holding holding me back from 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 moving up the ranks. Um, nice. I, I'm, but that that is something that is so, is so important. Like we, we tend to trap ourselves in a certain range of motion, and we just we, we live life in these certain planes and doing these yeah. exact these certain movements. Whereas yoga mm -hmm. just really force you outside of that comfort zone and force you to, yeah. to take to take up more space and to, to, to be more mobile and be more flexible, um, which is very very good. And mm -hmm. even just as you, as you touched there on consistency again, checking your profile, I've seen that you know you've well over two hundred workouts logged with us. Because we've we've changed, we've slightly yeah. changed the haven't logged on, on the app now in the last few yeah, weeks. yeah yeah yeah. But, but so, so you must be you must be you know approaching two hundred fifty workouts, um, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and kind of consistency has been fantastic. And you definitely were one of the ones that I think, not, or maybe I, I would say, thrived over the. Obviously, listen, we all would have loved to to be in person. That's just kind of the the, the yeah. situation. But you definitely did thrive, kind of doing the online stuff with the flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. How did you find that? How did you find that whole period? Um, well, I don't know. Um, I've nothing enough to complain about. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty privileged. I don't have main major worries, and I was. There was the kids not being at school was the worst thing for me, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I, I kind of got into I got into the habit of doing the the Facebook workouts in the first lockdown. Yeah. And I remember the weather was good. I was doing them outdoors a lot of the time. I yeah. did. I was just body weights, but actually the change just doing body weights was good at the time. I didn't mind it. It was it felt yeah. good. It was a, a good kind of thing to change up things a bit. Yeah. And then. 
as a, as a lockdown dragged on, I, I bought some kettlebells online because there was that was all I could get, I think, at the time. Yeah, yeah. So like that, gold, that, dumbbells were like gold dust. Yeah, they were at the time. <laughs> Even the second lockdown, I was lucky to get a pair. Um, the second lockdown, I got a pair of 22K dumbbells. And I had an old set from years ago, kind of adjustable ones that you get up to about 10 or 12 or something on them. Okay. So between that, they kind of did the job of, of doing the weighted workouts. And so I was doing the, the YouTube ones then. The, the second lockdown, you did loads of new um, YouTube workouts. Yes, yes, yes. And they were great, actually. And they, they kept me going through the whole thing. I was, I was doing them pretty much four days a week anyway. Good stuff. And, and there was also a couple of kind of push-up challenges and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, that was always, yeah, challenges more, and... yeah, that was this year. Yeah, the push-up, there was the... Getting the, the running challenge, getting out, was it eight, was it a hundred and something, 160K in January? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The weather, I remember the weather in January was awful and it was cold and froth. I, there was one run I did where I, I went, I just picked where you could go on grass verges the whole time, just, yeah, just yeah. to get out because it was so icy. And, yeah. uh, but actually, you, know, you wouldn't have gone out in that weather if you hadn't had a challenge or a reason to, to do it. Like, it kind of, yeah. kind of helped get you out. And I was, I got, Way more mileage in January than I normally would from the challenge, and then there was the the five hundred miles walk or run. Yes, in, yes, uh, yes. The the, the Proclaimer challenge. In teams, yeah, that was good as well. That really got me going in uh, March, April time. Yes, well. hopefully, hopefully, actually, my my luck to doing something like that again. There really is something about kind of being part of a team and being accountable to a team of people. Whereas a lot of the time, you might kind of let it slide if you're doing something on your own. But if you mm. know there's other people depending on you, you're kind of more more incentivized yeah. to, to get up off your arse and get out and and, and contribute. The team, to the team. Somebody would post they've done. I so, thought, God, I don't select the team. Then I remember the first day I didn't go out at all. It was an awful. It was the, was that the May Bank Holiday Monday? I think the weather was desperate. Yeah. The worst yeah. Of the year, and so I didn't go out at all. And then I was. Felt I'd let the team down, so I kind of had to make up for the rest. The yeah. Rest of the week. Yeah. And then this yeah. is what it's all about: looking for all these kind of little novel ways to kind of create leverage through maybe challenges or accountability yeah. or something to like give you that extra little bit of incentive, and that extra little bit of a push to kind of get out and do it on the days that you really couldn't be arsed, to be honest. You know. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. And I kind of something we try to do, obviously, I find Finn kind of one of our kind of USPs or kind of one of our unique selling points really is kind of the the kind of the one on relationship, one on one relationship we try and get every member to kind of uh, cultivate with a coach in terms of mm. kind of always having goals, kind of having check ins yeah. and someone to answer to and making sure I'm always working towards something because if we're just kind of training for the sake of training, it's it can yeah. become quite boring, um, you know, very quickly. Well, what mm -hmm. do you find the experience um, of having a coach is like? And you know, do you crazy. find that? It takes take things more seriously and it makes you, it keeps you more focused. Um, from like accountability story, I was focused on getting a faster 5K last year to get to 23 minutes again. Yeah. And I was kind of building towards it and I said to Chris, I'll do it this Sunday. And some day dragged on, things were going on. I kind of, it was seven o'clock evening. I was kind of feeling, I'm sure I won't bother today. I'll do it, some, I'll do it tomorrow or something. I got this message from Chris, how did your run go? So I said, I better go out and do it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did. And I got in just 23 exactly, or maybe just over, just under, just. So I was, I was happy to, to message back, yes, I did it. Class. And I wouldn't have done it. If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for kind of getting the message, I wouldn't have done it that day. I yeah. probably wouldn't have got that 23-minute flight because I, I don't normally, and they say, they say you're kind of, you're supposed to run easy, run light. Most, most of your running is supposed to get easy. So I've taken that to heart. I rarely kind of really push myself at, at a fast 5K. Because yeah. last year, there are no races to, no events as such to yeah. even park runs or anything like that. Yeah. 
So uh, that, that kind of kept me on track yeah. that way. So, so the combination of half of set, obviously setting that goal, Chris, and kind of making that commitment, yeah. and then obviously then the yeah. follow up and somebody, you know, when mm -hmm. that somebody's going to check in and ask, and it kind of has it going, yeah. kind of it really, really helps. And same um, this year, there was, the, there was the Dundalk virtual 10k, so I committed to to get into 52 minutes. Class. And I, I thought it was achievable. I thought it was achievable, and I, well, I don't know. I really pushed myself. I was way out of my comfort zone. I, I did it in, in the time, so I was happy with that. So I have done them in the past, but but it's been a while ago. I think I think yeah. age does eventually catch up. Catch up. Yeah, yeah. That is one of the one of the one of the sad realities of life. Um, over time, but again, it really is the body also does work off the principle of use it or lose it. Like you know, like age is necessary. Yeah, it's very true. I can also say I'm in better shape now than I was in uh, 42 or maybe even yeah. 32. Yeah, you know, I wasn't in the, in the mindset for it at all in those days. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's and, and kind of what just kind of to keep going on that, on that kind of mindset shift what do you kind of feel like has been the biggest mindset shift for you say over the past uh, a couple of years say, since you joined fine federation maybe there was like something that happened or was there um, uh, an event that, that caused that i think with being away on holidays in 2010 and deciding i didn't really like how i looked that at the time or yeah and, and feeling kind of tired and a bit irritable a lot of the time as well i thought yeah i want to kind of Make some changes, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. for a lot of people, like that kind of place, and I don't necessarily want to say rock bottom, but that yeah. kind of place of discomfort, like people can, uh, could really, I feel better, utilize that feeling and kind of put it towards something more productive in terms of yeah. use that use these negative emotions as a catalyst for change mm -hmm. um, you know because these negative emotions are a body like pain pain is your yeah. body telling you telling you that something's wrong you know yeah. so kind of like the emotional pain i feel is very very similar so if you're kind of having mm -hmm. con this kind of constant this kind of constant story in your mind or this constant constant dissatisfaction i feel it's easier to make the changes than to suffer the constant dread and misery of kind of living the same yeah. life if, if, actually, it's been more time if you're thinking about going, like thinking about going for or thinking about starting exercise again or something. And when you how much actually start doing it, you actually enjoy it, and you you remember you enjoy it, and yeah. it keeps going. And then you, it, it's uh, try not to get distracted by events or something or things that happen in your life or family or whatever, and kind of trying to stick and trying to say, right, you just keep sticking with it and keep at it. Yeah, yeah, and then the is just trying to get this distracted. Yeah. Yeah, because that is right, really is the most difficult part. And I'm really kind of have to come back from, from, from a holiday there as well, a couple of days off of friends and stuff. Mm -hmm. And just really trying to find that balance between, you know, like not not always going, not letting the wheels fall off the wagon all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, and fair enough, I feel like life, life for me anyway, kind of comes in seasons. I've kind of nice. got seasons where, like, say, like, you know, work is the main priority and other seasons yeah. kind of family and stuff like you're mm -hmm. always trying to battle you're always trying to manage yeah. for me it's good it's like you know um, career wealth self relationships career yes. wealth yeah. self relationships these are kind of the four areas that i try and set goals in but then yeah. the, the key piece is that we we don't neglect anyone for any for for too long whereas it's i feel like a lot of times we, we we will neglect our health and i'm guilty of this too yeah. um yeah. we're just kind of i feel like my like business and all these other goals i can relate them mm -hmm. to other people so it's much easier yeah. to to do things for others than it is to do them for ourselves a lot of the time, I find. That's true, um, yeah. I think you're you need to fill your own cup. Uh, I call it finding your your inner selfish gift. Yeah, because, 100%. Uh, because you, you kind of, especially that, that year of 2019, I found I was just letting things happen or letting the other people take priority and stuff. I, I really did kind of just go go with the flow and stuff and, yeah. and go along with what other people wanted all, pretty much all the time. I, I kind of 
left whatever kind of put my priorities completely to one side for nearly the whole year. Yeah. And uh, so I couldn't go on forever like that. Yeah, and and, and it's not good. I and mean, we kind of we kind of feel like it's selfish because obviously we deal with we deal with um, a lot of ma- a lot of kind of mammies as well, and I feel they're yeah. probably the, the most guilty of this kind of mm-hmm. this kind of constant need to put everybody ahead of That's themselves. It, like yeah. they wouldn't, they wouldn't yeah. like you know, in terms of, like they wouldn't even invest in themselves or get a, get the help they want need or all mm-hmm. of this stuff because they feel like they have to put everybody else first. But yeah. if you really kind of shift the, the thinking around, it's like when you fill up your own cup first, as you said, you genuinely, you really yeah. do have more to give other people to get, to get you at your mm-hmm. best instead mm-hmm. of always getting you at your worst, you know, getting you, you when you're full of confidence and energy. Your, your better mindset, better mood, better, you're, you're not irritable as such. Or, but yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely, it does work, it does work. Yeah, and, I, and that's not necessarily for for fighting fifty claim credit. Like this is just like exercise in general. The key mm. is like find something you like to do. Like if you're, if you constantly need motivated to go to the gym, you're probably not doing the right workout program. That's you know what I mean? Because maybe it's just not the kind of thing that you like. Obviously, listen, it's a, there's obviously discomfort involved when you're kind of stretching mm-hmm. your comfort zone and you're, you know, mm-hmm. you're trying to lift heavy weights and this kind of stuff. But you should really enjoy that process most yeah. of the time. Not all of the time. Mm-hmm. Some days you can yeah. just have to show up and do the work and just to kind of keep the habit, keep the routine That's going. But yeah. for other things, it's like say for me, like for football, like you, you never have to motivate me to go play football. You know what I mean? Because okay. it's just great. It's just good crack, and I'm, I'm having having um, having the crack with the lads and, and that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, where say like for example, it's like if you like to go running every day, if I do, if I my running my training regime is say ten k's, it's like mm-hmm. you know after a while I get pretty bored. Of that whereas like yourself, every once in a while, maybe once or twice a year, I might run a ten k or maybe do a train for a half marathon or something like yeah. that, just to mm-hmm. kind of mix things up and, and make things a little more novel. But enjoying what you do is, is the key piece, and that kind of would segue us then into into the the level method program, which is the, the, mm-hmm. the kind of the newest addition to to the fighting fit program since you moved into the new facility. And I can see yourself. Again, checking your profile that you are black belt in, in running and rowing. Um, I think yeah. you're probably kettlebells and kind of a lot of like, kind of blues and oranges and stuff like that. How did yeah. you find the whole level method experience? Kind of what did it really teach you about where you're at, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and kind of get yeah, a you to- really, inter- really interesting, and I really enjoyed it. It's the whole the doing the class on the Sundays and time. But um, yeah, I, I realized that kind of lower body is probably weaker than upper body. That was we got more orange in the the front squats, the deadlifts, and yeah. I'm quite nervous about doing heavy deadlifts with my back, but I'm, I was actually surprised how heavy I could lift without it. Yeah. But if, if I was able to do it. Yeah. Because I, I ended up weighing, I'd say, 20 kilos more than I thought I'd be able to. So I was, quite, I was pleasantly yeah. surprised with the deadlifts. Um, yeah. And the other thing that is the skip. The skip. Yeah, the I see, I see it was Michelle. I didn't know what a double under was until about I did two months ago, maybe. And, yeah, I, and yeah, yeah, what I realized it was that there's no way I'm ever going to be able to do one of those. And now yeah. I can I can do one and then alternate for maybe three, and then I could trip myself up. So it's something yeah. you can. It takes a lot of practice, I think. I think that's the key. I find myself totally out of breath after doing a few minutes of it as well. It's quite hard. Yeah. Step in. yeah. Yeah, skip, skip, skipping is a fantastic exercise. Like you know, in terms of kind of investment, like you only need a rope. You can get a rope for five, six. Well, it depends on what you want to buy ropes for. Fifty euro if you want to, but yeah. a decent rope might only cost you a five or um, mm. great piece of cardio. The kind of the the the, the category and the level method we have is always called neurological and core. This kind of neurological is essentially it's kind of the, your ability, your ability to coordinate your upper and lower body and kind of get them working together. So yeah. like you really are doing a lot. Obviously. It's it's quite demanding from from a cardio perspective. It is, but also concentration. There's kind of a scale to it, and there's concentration. There's, there's kind of all sorts of aspects to it. Yeah. 
Exactly. So in terms of like a, ni- a nice kind of well-rounded kind of form of cardio that kind of is going to improve kind of athletic performance, um, it, it is pretty cool. And that's kind of the, the concept behind the, the, the level method. Like we really do want it to be much more about functional fitness. You know, can a lot of people yeah. get into get into fitness, I think, purely for aesthetics, which again is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's kind of goals are different. And usually starting off, most people are concerned about aesthetics. It's like, right, usually, because again, during that place where, you know, I'm actually not that happy with how I look. So like, that's the yeah. most important thing for them to change first. And once mm-hmm. we help them do that, because again, a lot of people start off with us because they're looking to drop a little bit of weight and kind of change, yeah. their, change their, their body composition. Mm-hmm. But then the level method for us will hopefully help us keep people engaged much longer because now they realize that there's this whole new world of fitness now has opened that's up to right. me. There's, like, all, you know, there's, a whole, there's so much progression to get to get through now and you, you want to go to, I'm, I'm, very close to blue, I think. I, Brandon told me this morning I, I can still have two oranges and and be a blue. Yeah, you'll get you'll get a two strike you get a two strike bump uh, right. on, on, on your weakest now. Can kind of nudge, yeah. nudge your score okay. up a little yeah. bit? So I think I'm, I'm orange in I think four areas now. I was orange in about eight areas not that long ago. So I've kind of made nice little progressions now all yeah. the way through certain areas, and it's nice to see. And it's nice to to follow and go back and look. Oh yeah, I could do that, and now I can do this. And yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, what, what, what is the what is the what is the areas of weakness? What are you, what are you looking to improve? Can you remember? Um, the front squat would be one. The, do- the double unders and the deadlift. Those would be the three. Three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I said even just from your 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 training base, like you're kind of more kind of cardio based, and that's kind of why you're your 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 black your black your black belt in in, in in running in Rome because they're kind of yeah. cardiovascular. But in terms of yeah. maybe the the more ones that we call say absolute strength. Um, yeah. Which would be the front squat and the, and the deadlift mainly. They're the ones, and again, the weights are pretty heavy. Like the standards, they are. The standards, the standards they're high. Really, they're they're quite even to get like to blues up. They're pretty heavy deadlifts now. Yeah, heavy yeah, yeah. Heavy before. Yeah, you know. but the, but the key what I would say, and again, anybody listening to this that is doing the level method as well, just kind of just take your time. Like really take the time to build the foundations, as you said. Like it's, yeah. it's stuff like this as well. It's one of the hardest things for us and and, and the coaches in terms of kind of. Um, kind of implementing this new system is like trying to manage people's egos in the sense that like don't push yourself too hard too early because you will yeah. hurt yourself like you really do yeah, if you yeah. haven't done heavy deadlifts before you really don't want to be trying to do like a one rep max you know what I mean no. stick in stick within the eight rep range and even kind of once you get a PB stick with that PB until you perfect the PB over say a couple of weeks even a couple yes, of months yeah. and really mm-hmm. build that base and then that yeah. base that foundation that will give you the ability to then leapfrog on to the next level the next level yeah. the next level yeah. But otherwise, if you go too fast too early and you get a bit of a tweak and a, and a bit of an injury, you know, you're, you're, you're three steps back, one step forward, and kind of this. Yeah, kind of you don't want to be doing that. So, yeah, yeah. That's not the idea at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the front squat, the front squat is pretty difficult as well. Like that, in terms of it just. I've, I've never done those before. I've, I've done rear, the, you know, the traditional kind of rear. Back rear squat. Squat, back squat yeah. yeah. But I've never done the front squat. It's, it's very different kind of sensation. And yeah. Like it's, kind of it's, it's, yeah. It's purely front loaded in the sense that it's all it's all about the quads. But the, the key about it is, and this is this is the, the thing I feel that makes it the hardest, is if your if your mobility isn't good, like if you can't get the elbows up, if you don't have the lat yeah. mobility, the shoulder mobility, mm-hmm. the wrist mobility to get up into that position, because the weight's front loaded, just kind of pulls you forward and it kind of you would drop yeah. weight, you're just not in a mechanically yeah. advantaged position, even the kind of ankle mobility and stuff like that. So it's it's a great it is a great squat. You can most people can lift a lot heavier with their back squat, and that's why a lot of people mm-hmm. tend to focus on that okay. one. But the okay. front squat is again, it's 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 a much more athletic squat, I find. Right. Um, okay. You know, it, it kind of just really again, flexibility and, and the front squat are the two things that's that are the yoga would come in then handy for the for the shoulder mobility and, and the flexibility for the yes. I also want to flex hard on your wrists now. My wrists wouldn't be the strongest, let's say. 
yeah. overall. And I can definitely feel it in the wrist when you're when you're in that kind of bent back position. So. Yeah, and, and hopefully, hopefully we get the. Like I was talking to Ash on that as well uh, recently. So hopefully we're going to get some some yoga and Chris, and hopefully get some um, yoga classes up and running in the next couple of weeks. Obviously, kind of with COVID, yeah. everyone's kind of everyone's a little yeah, bit all over the place. But your fingers crossed, you might be, might be near the end of it, but we we will see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Um, so for yourself, Kevin, like, what's the what, what's the what's the next step? Like, what's kind of going to keep you motivated over the next little while? So getting these levels up, kind of body composition is then checking your picture. You're looking pretty yeah. pretty ripped. I think it was Brandon called you an Adonis. The other day, he said, "Like even like you're the you're like the, you're like the quiet man, the, the the kind of softly spoken, but you're you're definitely a bit of a beast in, in the gym." So, what what is next for Kevin? Um, I'd like to, to progress the level method. Definitely, definitely, um, I want to get the blue and then progress through the blues. That's that'll be quite a challenge in itself, just to, to get through the from blue up to blue three and then on on there and yeah, yeah. strength, the strength stuff for like the ring dips and that kind of, uh, that's one or the pull ups. I'd say I'd say I I have been able to do pull-ups like eight pull-ups before in the past, but not recently. So okay. I, I can I'd like to get back to, to that again. Um, yeah. The thing I'd like to I'd like to uh, run a fast five k, but there's no, there's no event. I, just, I thought the Dramiskin five k might be on this year, but I'm going to be on again, and uh, very frustrating. And there's when there's no events to focus on for. Yeah, for, there, there, there is nothing on the calendar so far. I think they've already cancelled the the Dublin Marathon as well, so that kind of yeah. doesn't really bode well for yeah, kind of the, what, what people at the top are thinking. Very premature decision, but for sure. Yeah, yeah. But listen, fingers crossed, fingers crossed again. We'll keep, we'll keep working away. We'll keep doing our best, um, even for yourself. You know, thanks for all your all your kind of support and commitment over the last couple of years. Like, you know, it has been a genuine pleasure. Um, no people who show up and do the work and, and are consistent, um, you know, makes our job a lot easier. Um, Consistency is a big thing, really is. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of before before we go, if anybody is kind of is, is kind of kind of where you were maybe in 2019 before you kind of started off, what kind of what advice would you give to them or kind of what was the biggest lesson you've learned that could maybe hopefully help them get to where you are now a little bit faster, a little bit easier? Um, I would say trust the process because it works and take a longer term view. Don't take like a three week or a six week view. Take more of a six month type. Think of it yeah. as a six month commitment or something to get yeah. in, build a habit stick with it you will see changes the other thing i'd say is um with the nutrition make sure you're eating enough protein that's one thing i was totally unaware of before i started yeah i'd, I'd never gone into counting calories or doing macros and i realized i was eating i'd say very half the amount of protein i was supposed to be eating for yeah. years that's made a huge difference to me as well yeah but eating the, watch the protein the protein intake and take a kind of a longer term view yeah, amazing, amazing. Two things to take from it. Cool, yeah, and so totally right again. The protein again, because remember, people forget like in the gym we're beating our body up, we're creating micro tears in the muscles, um, so that the, that's where we get DOMS in the muscle source. So we got to give our body the amino acids, the building blocks, so that we're actually growing back bigger and stronger, and actually getting the benefit of the work. And otherwise, we're just beating ourselves up, not that's rest, yeah. not recover, yeah. not sleeping, and just this, this, we're just adding stress on top of stress. So kind of rest, yeah. recovery. And good nutrition is going to be key. Um, yeah, so, I find I sleep much better now when I'm exercising. And if I'm, I feel like I'm tired at the end of the day, then it kind of helps with the sleeping big time. 
Yeah, and, and, and sleep is another one that's special people who kind of are, are maybe more, but recovery in general, it's super important. Super, sleep is just super important. It's literally one of the most, uh, one of the healthiest things you can do is just making sure you're getting enough sleep. Your body mm-hmm. heals when you're sleeping. Um, but just really making sure people try and prioritize that as part of just the overall kind of wellness journey. Because I think it's one, in, a, in a busy world and with phones and, and laptops and, and, yeah. and computers and TVs in the bedroom and stuff like that, I feel like it's something that everybody struggles with. But yeah. if you're not sleeping, your body's going to be stressed out. Your body's not going to perform well. It's not going to, to burn fat well. Um, leave, leave the mobile phone downstairs. Don't take it to your bedroom. I, that's one thing I, I changed in my life about seven years ago, maybe. Was I used to stop because I'd, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'd start messing with the phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait for yeah. hours. You'd wake up yeah. perhaps the next morning. So I've totally stopped doing that. Uh, that definitely was, is worth doing. Leave the phone yeah. downstairs. You know, amazing, amazing. Well, listen, Kevin, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate you coming on. Hopefully, we'll have you on in another couple of years, and kind of we'll be talking about all the all the cool stuff we've achieved uh, between now and then. You might be a a, a black belt in the level method by then. Um, And sure, I'll see you around the gym. Okay. Cheers, Stephen. Thanks very much.